48 fucking monstrous pounds. 49, actually. 48.8. She's getting tall. Tall and She's lean. She's tall and lean. She runs like a fucking, still like a baby reindeer. Started swimming, which was cool. Finally. Just I was just a little bit Tuesday. Finally took the plunge and went after a little, I have like a piece of a, of a pallet, the wood. And it goes out there, you know, throw it out there 10 yards and she kind of walks out there and then throw it out a little bit more. It's that little drop off. It's like, oh, I can't touch anymore. But now she finally made the leap, fucking swam a little clumsy style, splashing everywhere, and then started chewing the bubbles or the splash water that was going. And I thought, oh, fuck, I'm ready to kick off my shoes. Go get her. But then locked in, and now it's twice a day. That's the deal. We got to go up and go swimming. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she just seems like much happier, like, ah, I got that out, you know. But it's go get it, brings it back, drops it, you know, is ready to go again. Rolls around on the fucking ground, does this thing, you know, the hill next to the lake? Yeah. She gets on her back and starts rolling back and forth and then starts pushing herself down the hill. So she slides <laughs> down the hill on her back, head first, going while rolling side to side. Comes, shakes off, comes flying back up. If she's still soak, soaked enough, does it again. It's fucking hilarious. Fucking nut. But she is a nut. Might be finally coming around to Dan. Yeah, I know. No bark today, which was nice. Uh, still box at one guy on my crew is relentless about it, but then always box every day when they're clocking out because I shut my office door so she doesn't just sit and bother them. And she, by then, she usually curls up on the floor and they start, they get a little iPad to deal the clock in and out and they okay. start tapping on the wall. That wakes her up, and then it's because she can't see who it is. Barking like a fucking nut. But that's all she barks at is to alert you or try and figure out what the fuck's going on. Some way that she can't see. You know, guard in the house, guard in the shop. Um, If she can't see you, see you. She fucking barks pretty good. Like, she barked at me yesterday because I was, like, around the corner, and she could just hear someone coming. But for the most part... When we come home, she's starting to get... It's almost like she senses what's us and what's something else. Really? Yeah. Last night didn't fucking make a peep when we came in pretty late. Not late, but 10 o'clock. We went and saw Tony Hinchcliffe last night. What's that? Uh, probably one of the best up-and-coming young comics oh. in America. Uh, we went to that CB Live. Okay, right. Uh, up by Desert Ridge. Yep. Weird spot, but cool. I've never uh, been in there. It's, and it's a Husker and, and Chicago Bear bar. Really, it's a music venue on one side, and there's a divider wall in the middle, and it's a comedy club on the other side. Okay. So it's it's pretty weird, but it was him and uh, fucking William Montgomery, the red, the red Machine. It's just a short little dude with like a fucking... He looks like Bozo the Clown with a beard, all fire red hair. He's fucking hilarious. And then there was another dude, English John, bombed. Really? Bombed. Like was, was it awkward? It was quiet in the room. Like quiet. Is it just getting brutal? Yeah, and he I figured he went a direction where I thought he was gonna go where it was gonna get racy and real fucking like in your face hardcore. Like they almost like they say like Saget used to be. Uh-huh. But he went there, got a couple chuckles, and I thought, Oh, here comes the foot on the pedal. Like he just you know, he got you. So go with that. Go with the crazy weird shit. And he backed right off, and f- it was, it was fifteen minutes of a fucking legit bomb. 
and then William Montgomery came out. Fucking, it was that dude's awesome. And then Tony Hinchcliffe's a fucking riot. Dude, how painful is it to watch a guy bomb? Uh it's pretty painful. Pretty painful. Um, and he knows he's bombing. Hey, yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Does he yeah. bring it's, it up? Uh, here and there, like, oh, that one didn't work. You know, come on, guys. You know, you're gonna have to be smart to figure out some of these jokes. And it was like, nah, I don't even think any of them take any thought. They're just horrible jokes. And he's big, tall. He, I mean, compared to the other dudes, the other guys are five seven, five eight. They're little guys. Uh, this guy was six four. You know, probably two forty. But a big, big <laughs> are you beer talking belly. About me? <laughs> big beer belly though english big accent nose. yeah <laughs> english accent bird legs just fucking awful it was bad but hinchcliffe and phew, william montgomery is great is great i don't know if he's got the oomph to take it to the next level but fuck he's a great comedy club guy really so funny and off the walls he walks around with his notes and he kind of just changes stories like old school, not like jokes, but one-liner type shit. And then goes, he's off the rails too as well. Great time though. Uh, 25 bucks. It, we kind of reason general admission and general admission is just sitting at a bar. Real, I thought it was a perfect venue, not really like a bad seat unless you came late and you got, you know, you're all the same level. It's not like mm-hmm. an auditorium okay. style. You're all at the same level. So if you're in the way back and you're a short dude, it's going to fucking suck. But you show up 30 minutes before the show, you're going to get in the middle right there, 10 feet from the stage. You know, 200 people maybe fit in that place, you know, at its max. Yeah. Uh, decent food, I thought. Uh, prices were fine. 42 bucks for a bucket of beers. That's uh, not bad. Yeah, for, yeah. Yeah. For Bud Lights or Michelob Ultras, and then it was forty six for your uh, imports. Corona, Stella, Stella. <laughs> like, Corona, yeah, Corona, I love Stella. The Corona but Guinness for forty six bucks if you get six of those. But if they come in the bottles, but if they came in the cans, now we're talking. But anyways, it was good. Uh, wifey got a pizza. It was like a crack of pizza, but it was better than frozen pizza. Okay. And then there was a dude around us eating what looked like kind of like a pulled pork sandwich. Full menu, though. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, in the club? Yeah. yeah. And 25 bucks. And me and Casey kind of researched, like, who was they were showing before, who's coming. And look at tickets, 25 bucks. Everything general admission, 25 bucks. And I, well, 25 bucks what we paid last night for the tickets was on a whim. Because yeah. we had, me and Casey been talking, because Hinchcliffe uh, is coming to Phoenix to stand up live down there. And allegedly Rogan's going to show up because he's got UFC here this weekend. And we were talking about, I don't know, Casey had been talking about to his wife for about two months that he wanted to go see him. And uh, something came up. They weren't going to go to Disney World, whatever it is. And then they just never got tickets. And last yesterday he sent me a, hey, he's at, uh, stand, at uh, CB Live. And I was like, all right. And he's 25 bucks. And I turned to Leah and I was like, we might have to go do this. And then fucking it was like, fuck it. We haven't been to a comedy show in so long. Yeah, right. We're going. And this, I didn't know that uh, Montgomery was going to be there. You figure that whole clan that runs together, Rogan, you know, all those dudes that, you know, the uh, Yari Shafirs, Tim Dillons, they're all going to travel with each other or something's going to show up. And they're all fucking hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. So 
uh, Casey was rolling in and he said he saw an SUV pull up behind them and all of them jump out. And he actually said, he goes, yeah, and fucking the red machine jumped out, well, <laughs> William Montgomery. So that was fucking great. But English John, he's a regular at, at uh, the Improv in San Jose, California. Swing and a miss. Oh, it was awkward bad. But fuck it. And me, and so Casey came on third wheel. Uh, and Leah said, I think maybe I'm the third wheel, so don't worry. Because <laughs> we dated the night before, me and Casey. He took me to the Suns game. Oh, you went to the yep. Suns game? No big, shit. big hoops fan, this guy right here. Sick no league. Kidding. And uh, that had to be pretty electric. No, it was awesome. I, I even said it to him on the way there. I was like, I'm fucking excited to go to this game. I was like, I have no dog in the race in this, yeah. but I'll be all part of that whole atmosphere. And he had gotten the tickets through his wife, which she works in the marketing industry, and they came from people that need clients. So mm -hmm. they got passed down, and a client went the other night and couldn't go tonight. So it was like, here, why don't you take one of your dudes? So I'm a big customer of fucking Southwest Turf Support. They sponsor our <laughs> podcast, so I'm buying. So they take you, right? And uh, it was a blast. And it was the first time I'd been in that arena since it allegedly got reconstructed. We went, Remember we went that time uh, that right, snapped I, his ankle? Yes, and I did say that we went that was uh, right around. Yeah, that was fucking insane. <laughs> for many reasons. <laughs> yeah, for many reasons. Oh, the sun sucked. I just remember so much everybody's chatting and i looked down the, i was just watching the game for whatever reason for like two minutes yeah and he came down his leg was sideways and i was like holy shit yeah that's when the sun sucked oh too. they were terrible sucked it was, it was empty, yeah. empty and we were in a suite yep and fucking yeah i think we legitimately yeah and we legitimately watched maybe yeah 10 minutes of that entire game because we left before the fourth quarter it was such a horrible game oh, it was terrible so Next time I go, it's fucking like, what the fuck is going on? The one thing that drives me crazier than anything at a sporting event is the guy who sits right behind you and is the ultimate super fan but knows zero about the sport. Yeah. So anytime the Suns missed a shot, foul, foul. <laughs> anytime any of the Mavericks made it to the hole, that's a travel. That's a fucking travel. I mean, at the top of his lungs. And uh, his wife or girlfriend every so often would chime in with, no, NBA hasn't called traveling in years. <laughs> you know, and it was kind of like that little subtle, you know, not, you know, shut the fuck up. Yell defense. Defense. The only two, I mean, it happened 15 times the whole game with the whole crowd yeah. going. He did it 90 times every time every time down the court she joined in on that so she loses points on that pot and i forget what happened it was probably just after no it was right before halftime and it was a minute or two left or whatever and i kind of stood up i was on the end perfect seat you come out of the tunnel like to from the concierge uh -huh. and then fucking right in in that row and we had the two end seats oh. so i could turn I don't know how a person, a smidgen bigger than me, sits in any one of those fucking seats. No shit. Oh, that bad. fuck. Dude, if I sat this way, I mean, I had to have, go up on tippy toes because my knees were in the back of the seat. 
And then you see these fucking animals get out of the fucking seats and they're coming out of the middle row. And it's like, how the fuck are they getting in there? And they got their Slurpee cup and the fucking tray of food, the nachos. nachos. And it's like, where is that going? I got one in the holder, one on the ground, like hidden underneath my seat because there's no fucking room. Beers, right? You don't think they have the lap game figured out? Oh, I'm sure they do. It's probably more like their fucking gun and their big A's. A's for the men and D's for the ladies. Big fucking tray on their chest. But whatever. Awesome seats. The new way. Have you been in a while? The new way to get beers. Oh, the bottom thing? No. There's no more counter. Like, you can go there if they sell pretzels and whatever. Uh But the drink line is like a fucking Circle K. You just walk in and it's coolers stacked with huge beers and you just grab them and you walk up and fucking pay yourself card nope attend attendance moving people along hey there's a line open yeah. here you do it all yourself no kidding yeah and if people are milling staring at whatever be it you just grab yours and hop in line so it moves it's fucking sweet how's the quality control on that uh who cares i don't give a yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean i paid for mine i yeah. will say that so you know I don't know. I thought that was fucking cool. And, uh, but yeah, they, that place got going. The entertainment in between timeouts is, is a lot. Like somewhat impressive that they pull that off. All off. Yeah. You know, timeout and out comes, you know, the trampoline and fucking then the mat. And it's all this organized choreographed deal. Then it happens, and you're like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, they're really doing this right now? Like, didn't we used to talk about the game? Like, hey, that last fucking series, you know, yeah. Suns picked it up, or, you know, Luke is fucking playing. That guy's unreal to watch that guy's live. A beast. Just watching him live is impressive. It's, it's huge. And it's get on my back. Get on my back, and I'm going to carry this entire fucking team, you know? Yeah. But... Anyway, that that whole halftime, half it was Cinco de Mayo, so I guess we had a legend, uh, Larry Hernandez. He better rip. Yeah, I guess. You I know, mean, like Cinco de Mayo. He had a whole band, the whole mariachi band, probably yes. 15 or so, some dancers out there. I'm pretty sure that's a made-up American holiday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much. I, mean, they, <laughs> so yeah. I, I was talking to my assistant, and he was saying it's like one state in Mexico. Like celebrates it, the rest don't. And then I look at the irrigator. I was like, Are "You gonna celebrate?" He's like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These were so such fucking idiots. <laughs> and I ask everybody what it's for. Ah, oh, Mexican independence or something. You know what yeah, I mean? no, 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 not even. That's close. in like September sixth or yeah. something. No, sixteenth. Yeah. I, I know it's in. I'm pretty sure it's in 16th. September. But it's like the. We just make this shit up. Yeah. And now we got Larry Hernandez fucking let it riff in the Suns game. Fuck. Oh, no. Perfect. I need a beer. Okay. It's Maddie. I'm trying to get back to. Yo. What's up? Uh, yeah, we are right now. Dan needed Dan needed a beer. I just want to thank Southwest Turf Support as being the primary sponsor of the from the Jingweeds podcast now. Southwest Turf Support supplies golf courses and professional sports fields with the highest quality products and services. 
Southwest Turf Support is based out of Phoenix, Arizona. They also cover New Mexico, Las Vegas, and Southern California. Some of the product lines that they cover is Florentine, Grow Power. They just picked up Turf Mend. They also distribute Guru Turf Colorants, which makes Desert Canyon Green shit. They also cover Ninja Tines, JRM Incorporated, and also Par West Turf Service Products. If you do have any questions or interest, please reach out to www.swturfsupport.com. On that website, you can find a full lineup of all their products, and also you can find their sales reps and find out which one you're going to call within your area. Once again, I just want to thank having you guys on board, www.swturfsupport.com. Thank you. Mention that you heard them on the Jingweeds. Later. Stay best. All right, we had a little phone call break. Uh, Dan, just looked Beer it up break. and grabbed beers. But uh, that little Maddie Rush called about some uh, shit for our Tucson event. Uh, Stone Canyon had to back out. There was the sale and everything back a couple months ago, and then apparently they uh, they do some sort of event in uh, June where a lot of the employees go to one of their sister clubs. And they do like an inner club type deal, but the, mm. some of the employees have to go. So it was like, oh, that's not going to work out for our week. So we got La Paloma nice. uh, is on the docket for that. So that'll be with uh, an education deal the night before, Suds and Super down in Tucson. But back to Dan's knowledge, fucking Mexican Independence Day, September 16th. Which is not Cinco de Mayo. Which is not Cinco de Mayo. Uh, is it close? It's close so, to the halfway point-ish. Not really. But, no, it's uh, not. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> well, you always, you see like, yeah. I don't know, St. Paddy's Day countdown on the Guinness sign and you, they get to the halfway point. And it's like, oh, halfway there or the half New Year's. Fucking, come on. <laughs> Find another reason. Dude, if you're a fucking booze bag, you're a booze bag. Oh, you don't man. need to give me an excuse of a day to yeah, go out right. and have beers. Right. Like, have like, beers on we're having them right Tuesday. now on a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I had them on Wednesday, the Suns game. Sorry, two, Monday at Blackstone. We had our annual meeting. Yep, yep. So we had beers on when on Monday. Tuesday, air, stayed late, narrowed greens or solid time than top dressed. Beers. No beers. Uh, so, Wednesday, Suns game. Beers. Thursday, Tony Hinchcliffe. Beers. Friday, podcast. Beers. Saturday, no work. Saturday, and beers. And Drew's Cinco de Mayo party. At his house where it's... Uh, Siete de Mayo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a shit? Right. And they get uh, a food truck at his house oh, and they, nice. it's it's over the top. Um, so I can't... I was staying with Casey last night. I was like, are you going to that thing? He's like, I don't know if, you know, no time or whatever. And I was like, yeah, me too. I said, I haven't seen Drew in so long. I want to fucking hang out with him. But... Uh, I don't know if I got the gas in the tank to go with those boys the way they go at it, you know. <laughs> I mean, they get his friends there. He met them when he was like, when they were in elementary school. And it's a group, a softball team full of them. Yeah. Because they still play together. They travel every year on vacations together, do fam- shit together. It's crazy. And they're here. They're all native Arizonans. And they still act like two years out of high school when they get together. It's 21st birthday. But it's a fucking a blast. It's a blast. Playing on their softball team is a fucking blast. Good group of dudes. They all 
for the most part, get along like brothers. So, and they just, they see it at the Mayo party, <laughs> takes it over the fucking limits. They the still beer bongs and fucking luges. Oh, oh hell yeah. I'd be so Dude, hurt. Drew, Drew brings a funnel wherever he goes or he'll more than happy run to the Ace Hardware and build one in a second. <laughs> still. <laughs> still. Don't worry. I'll get on the stoop. I got some bad beer bong memories. Bad ones. Yeah, I remember one of the... I, you'd see him done in the fucking college dorm rooms. Do, and you remember, do you remember in college? Two thing? beers in it, and you're like, look, look. Yeah. And then you just can't take anymore, and it's just like, cough it back up, and it goes up and fucking <laughs> out the top, and now the whole roof of your room is covered that's in about, shit. That's a 2 o'clock on a Saturday after time went on. Yeah. <laughs> Friday, just From to get room. rid of that. Because it's time to start waking up and getting ready to go back out. Mm. But I remember sitting on the couch. I don't know if you remember this beer. It was like, it's called Camo. I don't like remember that. Liquor. It was probably like, oh. you know, 9%. We were a Mad Dog 2020 people. Yeah. Well, it was, well, it was like, it was the worst beer you've ever tasted. It was probably like 9%. This is just gasoline. And I would be beer bong. Oh, it's like going down beer bong and four locos. We, I hate when people talk about fantasy football, but I, we every year I travel. We had a fantasy football. We kind of travel on, but we used to do beer bong breaks. This dude was doing um, early times whiskey. Have you ever tried oh. this in the beer bong, like the full tube? I was like, oh, oh it was just. <laughs> That's on a crazy level. I remember a high school party that I believe it was at Smitty's house. Might have been Hotel Goodrow, which they would live right next to each other. Ah. Uh, and I remember my brother betting our butt, our friend Anthony Winiski to chug a bottle of Bacardi and he'd give him like 40 bucks, <laughs> you know, something stupid. And so he, yes, we agree on it. And Anthony lived like probably like, I don't know, two thirds of a mile from this house and drained it grabbed the 40 bucks off the table and ran home to get there before he got quote unquote drunk and sick. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and sick. You and just go straight his to mom bed. found him saucing out in the backyard near the garage. Really? Yeah. Underage. At the time. Uh, at the time yes. I'm yeah. almost positive we were, but Jesus Christ, the shit and beer bongs. And remember those little, what were the little, Beer balls. It was like a ca- two Party and a half ball. cases, two Party and a half ball, cases of right? beer in it. It was this brown fucking yeah, thing. Ball. Used to carry that thing fucking everywhere, try and put it in the backpack. Hockey bags. <laughs> Always carrying one of the hockey bags to Just a party. Just it around. Exactly. Beers, dude. And <laughs> buy singles. Just buy a 30 I mean, rack. Anything back then was, you know, whatever this yeah. $11 plus your eight plus yes. your, you know, well, Natural ice. Exactly. Natty Natural ice, Miller High Life's. Six ninety nine f- for a twelve pack, but I think it was five point nine percent. Oh, we used to go nine ninety nine for thirty packs of like uh Natty Ice, uh Miller High Life. It was a five nine, right? Natty uh, Ice. Budweiser yeah. I knew it was like Budweiser's or five ice house. Uh Bud Light's four point two. But you can get more bang for your yeah, buck exactly. with natural ice because it's five. Because I'm in college. No, this <laughs> this I, this pale ale we're drinking right now is a five seven, and that's light <laughs> at this point. What is this thing? You bought beers. We played golf today, and it was fucking horrible. I think you still won, but you got the first round. I got another round in there. What are we drinking? 
Uh, nerd immunity. Nerd immunity. An American pale ale featuring citra and amarillo hops. It's, it's from Bottle Logic. We've got some from Bottle Logic out of Anaheim before. But yes. just looking for a good pale ale, and I like citra hops. Citra and mosaic are probably my favorite, typically, but amarillo good. I think that's a birdie beer. It's a very good, very the nice. The can is fucking sweet. Oh, yeah, it is. It's a bunch of glasses. There's a couple sunglasses. There's a few on there. Uh, glasses meaning eyeglasses, all black and that's framed. Except paper. The, and then Remember the, that? Yeah. Oh, dude. It is a very good beer. I'm, I don't know if I'd go birdie. It's got a little bite to it. What's the IBUs on this thing? It's got to be in the high. It's got to be in the 60s-ish. It doesn't have and it. it's not on the bottle or the can. I don't know. It's very Comic. good to me. I would buy that again. Oh, it, one, it's just hard to find it. Just a non-hazy, just a pale ale. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it a billion times. Um, it's good. I like it. It's a solid par beer for me. Par's good. If I would have got one today, I would have been happy. I feel like if we give Topa Topa Brewing that first early pale that we can't find anymore, a par, then that would be a par too. Because that's just as good, I think. But that's very. this is very good as well. So did you see some of the action that went on uh past couple of weeks in golf courses? Uh place in Kentucky. The uh it's this actually is baseball team. Fucking some Kentucky small university uh the are finding maybe the opposing team put paint thinner in their water jugs. You know, we used to have the whole conversation of Seriously? I got rid of my water jugs yeah. for kind of that reason and one, the other was manual shit. You still have them. There's a whole bunch of them that have them. Some have gotten rid of them. But here's like one of those reasons that you think of. Uh, ooh. 60 IBUs in the thing. 60 IBUs yeah, in this? I, I was fucking. See, look at us. Getting good at yeah. it. Yeah. Well, there's been like, I think we're on episode 97 of From the Jingweeds. And we're probably at beer like, oh, shit. I think we've had 100. Over 100 because we've done more than one. I know. Oh yeah. Well, I guess we didn't start probably till I think it was 32 30 roughly 35 episode. Okay. Episode 35, I believe we started it. Well, I mean, I drank all all the episodes before that. Yeah, you did. Yeah, it was mostly just the White same thing though. Yeah. Dale's Pale Ale, all good beers. I remember when I wouldn't drink on these things. What but then mistake. we turned into a beer podcast, but yeah, paint thinner in the fucking water jugs. And then the dude in Florida that got shot for walking his dog on the golf course. There was a a golfer shoots a guy who and beat him with his fucking golf club for walking his dog on Kings Point Golf Club in Florida. Florida every freaking time. (laughs) Every freaking time. I know they nail they nail Powerball all the fucking time. Which Powerball was one out here in Arizona, four hundred and fifty million, one couple. I know. And they didn't say their name. And they took the cash. My dad, my dad texted me. He's like, he's like, you didn't win Powerball last night, did you? And I was like, yep, sure did. And he's like, and he goes, you sharing? I was like, half, but I'm taking it in payments, so you better live long enough. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, two hundred eighty-three million. Oh, that's a lot of money. That's a fucking. It's a lot of money. But yeah, dude got fucking shot for walking his dog. I read part of the story. Maybe I won't get it all right. 
Guy was walking his dog, golfer went screaming and yelling at him, and then chased him around a tree and shot like at his feet, and one of them clipped his ankle. Then when the dude went down, he fucking started whacking him with his golf club. People are out of control. I just, I, I never need to go to Florida, I guess. I don't know. Disney World's pretty fucking badass. It's pretty far away. Disneyland's right there. I, well, had this conversation with our friend Greg Gonzalez that plays in uh, GCU. He's... You know, we were talking, hey, you doing any vacation trips this year? And he says, yeah, I'm going to fucking Disneyland. Uh, sorry, Disney World. And I said, Disney World or Disneyland? He grew up down the street from Disneyland. Yeah. So I'm like, Disney World or Disneyland? He's like, oh, no, Disney World. I was like, oh, it's going to be fucking awesome this night. He's like, yeah, I got a neighbor that, you know, through work or whatever, got all these points. And, you know, you can use them towards things within the company, however the fuck it works. She picks that. They're going to the fucking food and wine festival that's going to be at Epcot Center. All adult, I believe all adults. And they're just going to go hang out in the Disney Resort as, dude, as an adult, that place. I can imagine. No kids. Whew. It's a blast. Epcot Never Center been. is fucking unbelievable. Unbelievable. I think. I've never food, been Food, booze, every country. And then the coolest rides. I think the rides are better than what's inside. Uh, and then, I don't know. Just a, it's a more adult setting. Okay. So as a late teen and then into my 20s with a fake ID, you know, letting them run amok, it was, even as a 12-year-old with my parents, it was better than the park. Uh, but yeah, he's going to fucking that place. So yeah, Disney World's where it's at. So Florida, maybe the Miami area. <laughs> Every so often, we used to go down there all the time. Jeremy's mom lived down there, so we would cruise two weeks for uh, spring break with uh, my college. So we'd drive down and hang out at his mom's house, go to fucking Joe's Rock Crabs or whatever it is. Most one of that, whatever that famous rock crab Dude, joint a, is. Like a, that's a big deal. My buddy who ran a restaurant here in town, my neighbor, he said they would have a rock crab festival and just sell as many as they could bring it mm-hmm. like it's once a year very a seasonal huge too huge deal and so he's that, like i don't even like it yeah I, i'll put it this way i don't quite remember it other than being in the restaurant and kind of being like this is a somehow a big deal and yet i don't know yeah, why it right. is but then you hear late, later in life you hear that oh yeah we went to you know whatever the fuck it is joe's crab shack i think it is Joe's Crab Shack. I that's know, like it's, that chain. It's, not, it's very generic. Oh, no. That's the chain, though. Like the nationwide chain. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. What? Yes. So the Joe's Crab Hold Shack on. I'm in mo- I'm more locked like- in. No, it's, I'm more locked in on Frankie's ball. I'm trying to help out the listeners by not having to listen to that. She's come down with two <laughs> the of best them Best burger in Florida you'll ever have is McDonald's. It's unbelievable. <laughs> This place, it's called McDonald's. All right. It's got two golden arches and fired okay. the double double, the McDouble. It's the best thing you've ever had. If you're in Florida, you don't go to Joe's Crab Shack for crabs. Do you? I don't know. We're going to find out real quick what the fucking name of this place is. You got to go to Dick's Last Resort. <laughs> they got this owl restaurant called Hooters there in Phoenix. Oh, fuck. All right. Listen. All right. It's not called Joe's Crab Shack. It's Joe's Stone. It's Joe's Stone Crab. Okay. So 
How close was I? Yeah, but Joe Scrabshack is uh, like all right. worse than Red Lobster. <laughs> Anyways, this Dude. is probably the most famous stone crab restaurant okay. there is. Okay. So I was close enough. Anyways, I don't sit there and go, oh, I totally remember how unbelievable it was. I'm big into the crab, you know, lobster, clams yeah. on the seafood end. Way better shellfish eater, or I enjoy it much more than fin fish. Yep. Uh, so... I remember that part of it, but we would stop at Disney World, just me and Jeremy. Fuck. A little sack of weed inside that place and fucking a fake ID to buy beers from the girl from Holland. Yeah, I'm in. She has no idea what a main fake ID looks like. So it just was awesome. But that's Florida for you. That's it. It's the only thing I want to fucking see in that place. And then, uh, so... Wait With a minute, the, isn't the cactus in, or the uh, GCSA in Florida next year? It's in Orlando. Yeah. Yeah, it's always in Orlando. Well, it's a lot of times in Orlando. And one is because it's the golf mecca, right? Or one of them. And they have huge convention centers that can handle that. You play golf there? Uh, well, there's the golf uh, event with GCAA, GCSAA, like the championship and everything. Have you ever played in it? I've never, no. Why not? Because uh, you got to get there on like Saturday. And I've only been to the show twice once. The Melrose Academy took me, and then last year, okay. Casey took me along with Desert Canyon. So, uh huh. I'm going to get it. It's got to be part of the deal, though, I think. Uh, you know, and I probably spend a little bit more time than I should along with trying to be on the board and trying to, you know, create. Whatever it is that I'm trying to create, I'm on the side of golf and hanging out and drinking beers. Um, I'm not really, and I understand we need the education and we need to put that stuff on so guys can get points and move along with their profession. And then it's also a good spot for other people to start to network. So you need a networking spot. And I'll always say, okay, so beers and golf and hanging out is perfect. Um, So... This fucking dog is really getting into it in this song. <laughs> hey, Frankie. <laughs> Who cares? Fucker. That's all I get paid to do is just snap photos. Oh, dude, every time. That's fucking crazy. Well, like, and I watch Riggs and stuff. I watched one here in town, and he blasted one. Like, the core, the hole looked good. It was after overs, just after overseed. But he kind of blew it right into, like, a... In this club, or it's, like, it's public. Decent, but not, like, high-end by any means. Right, and uh, at the canyon, s- I'm still the no. second to last fucking score on that place. No way. Yeah, because the guys treating them like shit outside service. Let's get back to that. Yeah, this dude uh, maybe already said it. Blew it straight, right? But like on the bottom of a slope, uphill, like south facing slope or something, and it was just like kind of shitty. Yeah, and like that's that just his driver just went there. If it went anywhere else, it would have been fine. But do but you the think next a, shot every? pigeon that watches that shit like other than you and me and whatever doesn't doesn't see that right that's what i'm saying like yeah. that's just unlucky for the superintendent this is a national fucking thing and the but it's only because oh, happens the to hit it right to that, see this and oh. everybody's watching this video one million views in the one shitty spot that he hit it to on the hole where if he just put it 20 feet to the left it would have been fucking tits but my point is, you're the only, you being the group of people that we are doing this, only, uh-huh. the only ones that actually see that shitty spot. Oh, really? The, the two and a half million other people 
like yeah it's just they're looking at all the rest of the golf hole and listening to him and not just well, like we see it just like we see so we're paid for our eyes and our brain oh yeah we're not paid for how fast we can dig a shovel how fucking straight we can mow a line like we were at a point in our career but today it's our eyes and everything so we're paid to see that shit regular golfers aren't paid to see it unless it somehow screwed up their shot at that particular moment okay so when the guy plays like shit the whole golf course is shit because he's been in the shit right so when Riggs flies that thing and he's talking about it other than if he stood in it his ball is in that area it's like a severe slope right so it's probably hold, hard to hold moisture hard to, it was just correct to but if he stood in that and said oh here in second shot I'm fucking 178 yards. Got my Roman swipes. Wipe yeah. my dick. Fucking make it hard. Bang your wife. Fucking last long. Whatever it is. Take this pill. Da 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 da. Slash Roman.com. Tough lie. Tough lie here. Tough lie. I'm in a tough lie. It's really kind of fucking dead grass over here. It's fucking, you know, it's in between a clump of grass and some dirt. Really tough lie. Right. Uh, Roman swipes. People are going to go, oh, tough lie, tough lie. Because they're thinking, Riggs is teaching, hey, Kudos to that fucking guy in that group. They've done tremendous things for our golf game. I think they are part of the big swing of people playing golf. They see that these clowns can go do it. Let's go fucking try it out. You know, it's. I think it's growing greatly because of them. But if he stood there and said, all this problem is due to a bad lie, then the regular dude is now going to go, oh, that shit. But if he never did, which on your video, I guess he didn't, right? No. No one saw it. Only us. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I've driven around, like, with my head pro, old head pro, and be like, man, everybody's happy. And I'm like, well, look at this shit. <laughs> He's like, the fucking Dude. flag is fucking leaning. Yeah. Look at that volunteer right guy over there in the rough. He's like, Dude. You're you're the only one that sees it. <laughs> I was Absolutely, like, well, fuck. I'm the guy that's paid to see but it. But I don't. So. I don't buy that. I think maybe of an educated public. Oh, sorry, educated private club like yours. Like if you guys are continuing to say what it is and point out your issues, but yes, we're going to be sorting this, and you educate your club. There's a time. Do you think that maybe you've educated them? Just a little too much yep. might have gave away a little too much information because yeah. now when they drive around they're like oh the square spot that was not so good where the mower continuously mows its cleanup pass on an angle north fa- or south facing slope tire tracks are wearing it away and it's actually in the spot where everybody has to cross a fairway and go around that bunker to get off the fairway to park up next to the green he sods that every year, so this time of year as we start to see the ryegrass burning out, those spots are now starting to show, oh, this is the area that he did last year. How come he's got to do it again? <laughs> Whereas if you never fucking pointed out in your video that, hey, we're gonna, we've got some areas here, we're going to throw some sod in it, it's all going to be good. Well, yeah, you fix that sod for the year, but do you, I mean, this changes down to... When you find those areas that you want to sod, do you find areas that you kind of left alone? Maybe they weren't the ones that were right in the approach or in those high visual playable areas. At that spot over there on the left side of fucking number six or whatever it is, 
I didn't do that. All I did was run the verticutter over and over and over, banged a couple extra holes. That's coming in good. I get it. You can't let that area in the front of six or seven wait that long. So do you ever find that chance that, man, if we just stop chuck and sod, because when you chuck sod, you You see the spot next year. You see it. You know, so those areas, do you find that? Because we stopped at Highlands, stopped pretty much sodding as much as we possibly could and just culturally beat the shit out of it, roped it off, sprigged it even rather than sodding because then you're not cutting out that root zone and everything else. You're just starting it from, that's its home then. But I just wondered if. Well, we just, we always saw it. Same thing. You saw it. But you're going to buy less and less sod every year. We have, yeah. And that's the goal, right? Oh, absolutely. So now maybe it's just kind of one of those thoughts. Do you move into it saying, all right, next year we're only going to sod from whatever it is, 50 yards out from the hole. Everything else will just continue to grow, grow, grow. Yeah. yeah it's not going to fill in. But if we don't sod that area, we'll be okay next year or the year after for sure. It's good. Or you hope. Right. But. Back it makes that. a lot of sense. Do you think that, back to that, do you think you give away a little bit too much information sometimes? No, I I haven't seen that yet because, like, we played quail today. And you see, oh, I mean, we sprayed two, three-ounce applications of revolver so far. Probably yep. won't do the last one. The idea was do three, bang, hit it with fur, three, hit it with fur, thinking it would still be alive, three, hit it with fur, and then we would close. Oh, like. The first three ounce rate on the third week was probably enough, so I probably would have waited next year another ten days to do that. Yeah, because you closed the sixteenth, right? Yep. So you would wait till probably this coming Monday to spray that uh, app. Uh, this the last Monday. I would. Oh, last Monday and yeah. give it two weeks before you close, yeah. rather but than three weeks. The whole point is, I so I told the membership when it started going off color, like this is what you're seeing, especially in custom number one. I had a clogged nozzle, and you could see it, it looked like a tiger stripe. Okay. But didn't even show up until like two weeks after the application. Um, <clears throat> but I, I put out a video to the club and I said, hey, look, this is what it is. I sprayed this product and this is why uh, we want the ryegrass to die. You know, slowly over time, by the time we close, it's probably going to be maybe yeah. the last week. It's going to be a little rough. You still have but, a perfectly good golf course. But just know it might look the, the same. No, I'm talking about yeah, your right. other one, right? And uh, That's I, a good thing that you get. Um haven't heard one thing in fact a, a couple of people have come up and said oh oh one one dude even said it, i had to do a new member mixer a couple of weeks ago and he was a new guy and he goes man we just love the videos because like you told me in that video you were spraying out quail and this is the way it's going to look and then my wife is going to back, walk, play quail and i said hey did you watch dan video and she's like no and he's like well it's not going to look the same because and this is why so it's actually been so far good that's okay it's yes. Exactly. Jesus Christ. It did exactly what I wanted it to do. Yeah. And if you only reach one, woohoo, that's one more than yeah. you ever reached, right? right? But so keeping them informed, I haven't heard one word about quail. That's awesome. That's and I've always kind of found in asking you these questions goes back to the ball marks and the you know, the where on the mm-hmm. golf course. We played Blackstone the other day and uh Ed Shimkus driving he was driving me and him in the group and he kind of tried to get off the carpet or off to the 
off the fairway onto the car path where there was ropes and stakes and he snuck through an area and he, and he says jesus christ look at fucking me you know whatever <laughs> yeah. and he's like can't you just move he's like you gave me that one little area that i could sneak through and here i am trying it and i and i kind of gave him shit i was like yeah and you of all people should yeah. have known he's like yeah but the could the couldn't the guy just put it over here and i mentioned i said no i said you know what i said dan at rio verde has kind of taught his membership he hears the ropes and stakes let's put this out there let's fit ball marks you know it goes on and on and you have kind of stood up and said hey no this is your club you guys need to learn how to drive where you are because we don't need to be fucking moving ropes and stakes for it people just the golf it's course. You, right it's trash um that's how i look at it yeah. i look at all those amenities as just trash out there you know it's just more shit and more things to take care of that are not really doing that much. You know, and you should. Let's be honest. Right it's here. to, it's to your, if this is your backyard, take care of it. Right. Let's, and it's worked out. Let's be I think real. pretty good. Well, it's a big to do that people drive around greens and I, you're right. I keep putting it back on them. Hey, why don't you put carts on? And I'm like, look, and I'll tell everybody you're the owner. You get what you expect. Yeah. If you don't want people to do it, then look and tell them. Mm -hmm. And if they don't go to the board and say this, you know, Matt's been driving around. If you don't like it. Right. Uh, you, but at the end of the day, nothing's worn down dirt. Right. <laughs> Everything around the green is fine. Yeah. The Bermuda grass where the three people, the five people a day drive yeah. is perfectly one, fine. One We'd let them rip every cart up the middle of the fairway. Yeah. Every single one that goes out today is going to at some point, you know, like your whole force to foursome is going to be driving down the middle of the fairway. It's okay. It's not right. bare dirt. The playability around the greens, if it starts to show, then let's let's hit the panic button. But, but who, just hold each other accountable. Who is it? Is it the golf cart that's putting the wear and tear, or is it our guys in the process of maintaining it? That cart, that three-wheeled yeah. thing mowing greens. Every day. Every day. Turns on those spots. Every day. Yeah. In a tight circle. I don't care how right. far you say to go around. So one older dude rolling up there on his cart. In a straight line, we're, fuck better, it. we're probably better off with those people doing that than putting. We're, so we're going to go to an exit stake at the end of the fairway and encourage people. We're better better allowing those ten groups, whatever it is, to go up and around. Probably not on the same track than the exit stake, where every group every, now is yeah. going to drive over that. Yep. The nice thing about the exit stake is you can control where the traffic is. Yeah, but I don't know. I get it. Like everybody. Us as superintendents, we like to be frustrated about driving up around the green. Well, yeah, it's and like, uh, it, you shouldn't be, but we're in, we're in, I guess, the type of person. We're control right. freaks, oh, yeah. and it's our, it's like the last thing to blame it on. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, it's them, and we're trying to find things that they do. And I don't say it's right or wrong, but it's it's, city of it's my brain looking at it in a different let's direction. It, let you it's, drive wherever you want. Yep. You can park by the green. Right? Park on the green. Fuck it. We I've got a member who has one of the solo riders. It was like, oh, we're gonna let her on the green. I'm like, yeah. I she plays three days a week, I would guess. Handicap little deal? Yeah, that's yeah, okay. the handicap that lifts you out. Yep. Uh I I don't know that I've ever seen a track from her her car. And it's like I drive top dressers and sprayers and three wheeled vehicles and Every, there's so much happening right in that area where, where a lot of guys complain about one cart driving next to it. I think 
when I bitch about it, or maybe I'm going to change my tune today, when I bitch about it, it's about the etiquette of the game. Yeah. It's the respect of your other players right, right. that it's the same that's as where it goes. Sure. Mm-hmm. Just don't. And every, I get it. Like, I don't want people to do it. It drives me just as nuts as the next guy. But at the same time, I got to look at it as nothing's hurt. Mm-hmm. It's, the, the greens complexes are really good. If they get 12% of the traffic today, that's better than that exit state getting 80. Yeah. I, you know, that area is going to look like way more shit than the 12 guys yeah. that drove up there. I'm just trying to justify it in my head. And, and maybe just to say it's not as big of a deal. I, I still wish it would be zero golfers. Uh, yeah. Yep. But at the same time, I don't need to be the asshole, especially at a private club. You piss one guy off for something. I don't need to get in a pissing match with a member over where he's driving his car. The reason the, the other member doesn't want to do it, I don't want to make the guy mad. Well, I don't either. Right. right? Yeah. And, and I have a job to keep. Yeah. You know, that's the other thing. Right. You piss off the wrong one. Yeah. Now sometimes. he's pissed. And then uh, this starts coming over. That starts coming. Then he digs. And now I'm fucked. All right, man. And then, you, you are a dues-paying member, an owner of this club. If you want to drive around the green, okay. But, yeah, getting the other people, the ones that really care to kind of fall in line. The ladies. through. Oh, I'm telling you, they, yeah. You know who doesn't drive around the green? The ladies. Yep. You know who fixes every ball mark? The ladies. Because they don't make? The ladies. Yep. The best. Yeah. Every divot, the raking, they putt everything out. I watched three ladies stand around ball mark. And I'm looking you inside yeah. two feet yep. ball mark, each one of them. While the other one everything putted, touches everything the touches the bottom of the cup. For, for a nine or a three. It's that motherly instinct that I have no fucking idea 90 about. degree rule. I played with the ladies once. I mean, to a T, she couldn't. Have, it just followed up the car path straight to the ball. If it was not further away. Because like you fair, chunked yeah. one? Oh, of course. You dribbled one? Of course. <laughs> It was like two a T. Never got closer than 30 yards from the green. It was. God. Everybody in the group, too. And everybody I watched, all the ladies. So. Yeah, it's way better. Oh, they play slow. Man, they don't hit it as far. You right. know what? They don't hit it as far. They care more. Shit. They yeah. care more. Exactly. Stretch the tee times. That's why I think female employees, like, I, I can take as many as I can get because maybe it might be a little slower sometimes. But it's done so much better. Oh, like yeah. The detail is just that much better. It's the caring factor. It's you don't have leaning cups. Yeah. <laughs> or the bunkers are, are dialing. Oh, it took, you know, whatever, 20 more minutes. Yeah, but look at all the bunkers. Mm-hmm. They're perfect. The, the rakes are placed. All the edges are perfect. Yep. It, there's a better eye for detail every time. Yeah, and that's, that's what I'm like. You it's really just their here? instinct, though. Yeah. You want to work here? You know, Deal. Uh, fucking 6,000 years ago, we were fucking sent out to go just kill shit. Just get it fucking done. Get it back here. Lay it down, and Mama Dukes will take care of the fucking whole other camp. And you just run back out there, and you just go kill shit. And you come back, and you just fucking pile it in the corner and then take off. So from the beginning of man and woman, I think it's been like that, so... Yeah, give me a handful of them for the yep. detail shit. Absolutely. Fuck. Jesus Christ. So one of the other things uh, that came up last week, and it comes back to walking that dog and the dude getting shot in Florida. Uh, I call him somehow Little Mikey now. Like he, Mikey Breed from the Golf Channel. Uh, he pissed all over basically having dogs on golf courses. And I think as there was a handful of us that took it as, 
it's us. I don't know if he said maybe it was players being able to play with their dog or people walking the dogs, but it was shots fired, I think, at turf dogs. Really? Yeah. Uh, so I called out a bunch of them, and I got fucking dumped on. That's it's kind of fucking fucked up is, hey, let's load this guy's inbox with a shitload of dog photos. I think two people followed me on it. After they all reacted to fucking, yeah, that's yeah. bullshit. This dog works at the golf course. It fucking chases geese. It is a morale booster for the crew. It's a great thing. It's she trained. gets fucking so greeted at the, you know, in the yeah. golf shop when I'm up there. You know, everybody loves to see her. Everybody loves seeing her hang out in the golf cart. It's just like a, who's going to walk up to a superintendent and complain when they've got a fucking 50-pound fucking killing machine rolling with them or a fucking ding-dong dog like frankie one or the other but he shit on him and that's fucked up what was his what was his point they did they just don't belong there uh basically he mentioned about taking shits on the golf course i believe what about Uh, coyotes man oh uh, this is so good so it's just like let me tell you (laughs) here's what i say and i sent this back to him and that's why Twitter's fucked up is like you just how some people get things rolling about some conversations. And then this is then like a real one comes up. It's like, dude, like, let's jump on this fucking guy because me and my dog produce the spot that he is allowed to have a fucking job about. Right. So that's where I have a feeling like, where are you doing stepping on my shit? I don't tell you what fucking kind of vacuum and fucking shirt steamer to fucking get to work inside and you know make everything look nice in the fucking clubhouse you're not coming here for that shit i promise you so that guy we need fucking somebody on our end to go are we sure he wasn't talking about people to walk in their dogs mm -hmm. no i'm almost positive it was at us it was where was he from michael breed he does a breed of golf he's on pga channel he calls all the fucking golf he's on golf channel does the lessons not the old irish dude with Blair O'Neill or a Scottish dude with Blair O'Neill. Maybe he's English. Who the fuck knows? But, uh, yeah, he's all over Golf Channel. So he's a fucking big name in golf. Yeah. Who? What's what even mad at you? What do you Yeah, care? you got whatever. I'm sure he's got a fucking bazillion followers on all his. He probably sees coyote shit in the cart path because that's the only spot they shit or on the green. Well, shame like, on him because he's been in the golf game. We talked about this today. Is how does general managers and most of the golf pros i've always said that it's weird that we have to run a business together with guys that we fucking sat on the other side of the cafeterias in high school with <laughs> um is we talk about today is you talk you know you have these general managers and each time you want to go do something it's so nice to get one that buys in like right. i have a situation that's fucking awesome you just listen yeah it's happening how you told me it would happen you know, and uh, if there's a mistake, there's a mistake. Fuck it. You know, we just move on from that and don't dwell on it. Go. If it's coyote shit, how long has that fucking guy been playing golf and bending around golf courses? <laughs> you know, that now all of a sudden, you didn't pay attention to this. You know, you oh, this place is dying out. Yeah, it's May in fucking Phoenix. We sprayed a transition. Oh, it wasn't like this last year. Like, when's that going to... That's coming soon, right? I don't remember this last year. Last year? Fucking, this is way better than last (laughs) year. And, 
you know, all the shit that we do. Oh, I can't believe you're punching holes again. Uh, yeah, it's every month, every month we do it. You know, it's nice that that isn't my management company. Mm-hmm. That's the golfer. It's like doing this again. It's like, yeah, happens all the time. Like, what have you not been paying attention yeah, to? Do you notice we still have grass on the greens? What kind of beer are we drinking oh. now? I like these guys. Um, Goldwater Brewing Company, Scottsdale, Arizona. The Little Bird, Hazy Pale Ale. It's only five per, 5% alcohol. Yeah, it's the Army Green. What kind of helicopter? What kind of whirly bird is that? That's the Vietnam shit right there. We don't have anything like that anymore. I don't know. What are those the is. hops that are on the side of it? Yeah, they got Centennial Cascade Mosaic. I think it's good beer, man. What's the AH6? Is that the helicopter? That must be it, yeah. I don't know. This is a fucking great beer. Um, I'm going to look it up right now. That's more my style. That's a That would be a birdie beer for me over the other one just because of the lower IBUs. I'm going, uh, this is without knowing what it is, 5% alcohol. This has got to be in like the 37 IBUs. <laughs> I had just, <laughs> so you know, this thing was made in 2006. It's an unmanned helicopter, the little bird. Really? Yeah. And when was it made? Oh, six. First flight. <laughs> That's Vietnam style. <laughs> I was way off. It doesn't look. Like, I was going to say it doesn't look like anything I've seen before, but I haven't seen. It looks like the news before. chopper loaded with fucking guns. It's really small. It's a, like a drone almost. This is great. This is electric. Yeah, <laughs> it's, but it's a good beer. It's a fucking actually great beer, and I love the brewery. The brewery's real good. Uh, right on the corner of Scottsdale Road in Old Town, on the southeast corner that I tell all, say all the time, but it's the southest south spot on the whole strip, other than Sip, the coffee joint next door, which is pretty good. It we doesn't have, have an IBU online. Sorry, bud. Mm. That's no bueno. You ever check out the... Uh, That's a par but for me. I mean, it's good. I would drink another one. Do you ever um, check out the app Untapped? To find yeah, that's out. Oh, that's where you were looking? Yep. Oh, shit, you're way ahead of me. Here I am going to introduce you to something that you're like, oh, no, I've had that <laughs> fucking... I've, Got it. Like, no shit. Um, the other thing, too, oh. that we were going to talk... Oh, you got I was going to piggyback. So, we're talking about dogs on the golf course, and then poop, and then coyotes, and then... Like, it's a whole other deal about... Like, I, my buddy said, like... They have phone calls about a family of coyotes living on the golf course, and the golf course has to do something about it. It's like, what, the f- what do you want me to do? They <laughs> were, first fam- of all, they were here first. Yeah. Secondly, we're providing a safe haven for these animals, something I kind of feel I pride myself. Like yep. I, I love the fact, the amount of nature we get to see at Rio, like wild horses and bald eagles and red-tailed hawks and javelina, like coyotes rattlesnakes like I, I take time to sit and enjoy like um the uh f- vermilion fly catchers like i'll just sit and watch like, all sorts of wildlife and it's like oh well the uh coyotes you got to deal with them a guy called me hey i got uh ground squirrels 
It's like, all right, man. Protect an animal. You can't do anything about it. What do you them. want me to do? And how do I know they're not coming from your property? Right. Geet, can, what are we going to do about the Canadian geese? Like, I, I, what do you want me to do? I'm looking at her. You know, I can't crack the eggs. Like, they suck. They won't let you touch them? We, it's illegal to touch them. Oh. They're protected. Yeah. You got to get like a permit to crack the eggs, dude. Really? Yeah. So, and it's, they're here for a, a month, six weeks, and they're Shh. gone. But, Just poke a hole in them with a pin. I will. All right. Yeah, I'll let you. Okay. Just me, and, Frank. me and Frankie will come over. I do have this like bird whistle gun that I fired at him. Didn't care. <laughs> the, the whole point is we have this haven for animals. And it's like, what are you going to do? Control it. This all leads to this one point. So I'm at this thing and this lady comes up to me and she goes, well, I started getting bit on my back patio with mosquitoes. And I was like, I, and I already knew where this is going. What are you going to do about it? What am I going to do about the mosquitoes in your backyard? It, well, in my whole town, we used to, they used to spray, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, this is basically, this is a golf course problem. And this is something you need to rectify and get rid of the mosquitoes. Because I'm getting on my back patio. It's like, are you, what, I didn't even know what to say. I was so shocked. Yeah. You out of your mind? If I could control mosquitoes, there would be no mosquitoes. <laughs> if like, somebody had the magic wand to get rid of mosquitoes, they wouldn't exist. Right. Yeah. All right. I'm getting them on back patio at home. <laughs> exactly. I don't live on a golf course. What do you yeah, and she probably has a bird feeder that's fucking just control a bowl of shit. This is your problem. Mosquitoes are your problem. That's fucking crazy. Like, think about all the landscapes, drip lines, everything. Here. Everything. That's everything. why I said she's got a bird feeder in the back that's huge a fucking yard, bowl. Huge yard with fucking all sorts of landscaping that everyone has a drip line that drips down that eventually is going to have some standing water that's going to get mosquitoes. Yep. In and your neighbors, and everybody in real life. And has the it. mosquitoes have found out, lady, that you're fucking old, slow, and fucking have weak skin, and they can stick their needles in your arms and <laughs> fucking suck out your blood. And I didn't say that. And you'll never be able that. to swat them away. I didn't say that. I know. I did. It's like fucking <laughs> put some off trouble. on. Like, what the hell? But it's just like, man. Run a citronella can. Yeah. Just control the wildlife. We're expected to control the yeah. wildlife. We this had is, uh, this is a golf course problem. I had a call Gavalina. roughly. Well, that was like two weeks ago that you got the call. I got a call two weeks ago. It was, hey, I live on the cul-de-sac of number 13 in Names the Road. Okay. You know, I'm like, I didn't even know there was a cul-de-sac over there. But we have rattlesnakes. Okay. Awesome. Take pictures. Yeah. You know, like, what do you want me to do about it? Um, and they weren't on the golf course. They were at his house, so I called him back, and it was like, hey, I heard you got some rattlesnakes. Like, maybe call the fire department. Um, we are golf course maintenance. We maintain. I said, I have no skill or professional education on wrangling rattlesnakes. I don't know why. You know, And I yeah. went on of, like, this whole message back to him. It's like, I... I've never been trained in any of this. Those are very venomous. You know, I gave him the, uh, listen. Stay away. Yeah, exactly, motherfucker. Put a cone over it. I don't (laughs) give a shit. Grab a shovel and fucking hack it up. Put a cone over it. Like, what do you want? What the fuck? What do you want to do? There are bees. We got to fucking get rid of the bees, which I had a monster cut out of uh, the roof of my shop. Yeah, I had a fucking huge one. Uh, He had said that, he thought maybe it looked, there was a hive in there that was dead. He's like, so somebody did something. And I had told him before he looked at it all, I was like, hey, we had a handyman last year that like did like caulking inside there. So he basically closed their way out. So they all died. And then uh, 
other ones moved in because they sense that shit. They sense yeah, the pheromones, right. and so they go in. And he had to cut a hole in the roof, cut a hole in the concrete, and then basically cut a hole on the roof down. So now I have a skylight waiting for it to dry out, and then we'll get it repaired. But pretty good size hive. Uh, he said super aggressive. Uh, he goes, I've been bit five times through my suit. Uh, probably there for about an hour or so. So we're on 17 green. <laughs> And the 17 is right next to the shop. There's, you can almost see the hole in the roof. Like, I don't know, maybe, what is that, 50 yards? Yeah. You know, from the green to my shop. And right now in Arizona, every Palo Verde tree is yellow. They're typically bluish green, like fucking weird looking eh, trees out in the middle right. of the desert. Right now, they look pretty cool. They're, they're bright yellow with all their flowers are blooming. And you get anywhere near one of those, and it is humming with bees. Oh, yeah. They're just fucking doing their thing. And on the desert side of the golf course, there's a shitload of these on 17. So I was telling the guys, hey, the guys just took out the hive. He said they're super aggressive, so maybe meet, leave the machine outside. Uh, if you're going to need to go in the shop and out of the shop, just sneak in there, shut the door. And totally the other side of the shop is where this hive is. But they're now looking. Like they realize that their neighbor, their neighborhood's gone. And... The guy, beekeeper, um, he told me, it's like, that's what they're basically doing. Like, there was a lot out going to get pollen and coming back, and they came home to no home. So that's who's fucking sticking around and, like, what the fuck is going on? So they're going to get crazy. And uh, I was telling the guys, I was like, so don't go in there. Yeah, I can hear them. They're real loud right now. And I'm (laughs) like, "Um, that's the desert behind you that has, like, 80 trees that are humming with birds with bees right now it's like come on they're not that crazy they were a bit much for a day uh but i met him at the end of the driveway he's like hey i'm all done if you want to meet me down the shop but you know they're pretty aggressive i was like yeah why don't we meet at the end of the driveway because i had frankie with me so i meet down there both of them are still sitting in their bee suits in their truck with their hoods over and there's bees fucking buzzing around inside the cab of their truck seriously yeah uh in their trailer because they vacuum them all out yeah. and then put them into the who do you uh, use shit i saw it on from travis okay. your neighbor blay myers uh i saw him get one removed and then i uh picked him out and i was like oh he's down in this area he's on a golf course you know and uh let me see if i can find him real quick because i will i think i used the b guy And just an absolute character. Just got a dart, a <laughs> red 100 hanging from his lip. Oh, really? Show it to me. It's <laughs> an absolute character. Yeah, I don't know Same where thing, it is. Same thing, vacuum, captures the queen. Yeah, captures it all and does it all in the humane way, no yep. killing it. Mm-hmm. When we yep. had the old 100-year-old dude that was up at Highlands, he killed the entire hive. He's like, ah, oh, it's African eyes and all this shit. And this guy, he was crying when he told us that he had to kill it. He opened up the back of his truck, and he had two Home Depot buckets full of just bees, and then the, the honeycomb was in another box. Ugh. Two five-gallon fucking buckets. Filled with bees. That he had to kill? They yeah, he killed them all. Yeah. yeah. Well, so he says. The only way... So when I picked the bee company that I use, and I will add in, or at least in the notes, shout out who it is. I can't remember who it is, and fuck, I'm not working that phone right now. Um, they're big on... 
it should every one of them should be saved. Yeah, and just relocated and let them figure it out. There are hives that they to relocate. Box. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got one on number ten that's fucking. Filled. I told you I worked for a guy who used to work in a place that the guy would move that he would come take the queen and move him to another irrigation box. So you'd have to call him back. Oh fuck! If I had to move the queen around. What a son of a bitch. But I asked him how to become a beekeeper because I want to put boxes out there. I thought maybe behind 16 just for the honey Mm -hmm. and for a spot for them to do their thing. And he's like, yeah, and if you have that, they're less apt to anchor in spots like you just have. Really? Yeah. Which is. I want one in my house. But he's, yeah. Imagine that. You had to. Well, I couldn't do it in town. Kids kids are running around. When I finally moved to Cave Creek on an acreage, I'm going to get some boxes for sure. Oh, they do it's so good and the honey fuck i know there's nothing better i've had to kill a fucking back in the day you kill like get the fucking wasp spray and you just fucking hose and inside of a irrigation box yep and then you lift off the top and it's like oh oh not giant honeycomb it's just dripping but the whole thing is it's dripping with your shit that you just sprayed all over it when i was at indian wells we found one and one of the dudes on the crew like i was out of there Opened the box. The dude's on the crew just wheeled over there, pulled out, started pulling out honeycombs. The bees are buzzing around. He just put them in cups, and then they all brought it over. They're like, dude, you got to try it. And, like, oh. it was the best. I mean, it was. I took some home to my wife. I was, you have to try it. It's unbelievable. You chew on the honeycomb? Oh, it's yeah. It's like. <laughs> it's like gummy. Dude, it's yeah. insane. It is very, very good. So I was thinking of sticking one back there, but he's like, oh, it's. You know, you need to know what you're doing and you got to move the queen around. Otherwise, apparently the hive can get, I don't know, like, not like contaminated, but the honey gets old. So you have to, you take that queen out and you move her and you bring in a new one and it read, they read new workers move in and they start to clean it out and regenerate it, which is weird to me. So you got to get in there. You got to have a BC. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. You, you can buy the thing on Amazon, a couple boxes and whatever for like 300 bucks. Whole hot, whole starter kit. <laughs> doesn't make but, you a beekeeper. No, it doesn't. But, yeah. I mean, if you got the balls to go in there and you don't have allergies, I mean, they're just going to nick you up. Your dad got fucking lit right, when he was place. playing my place because a lot of that, bees, a lot of bees. Well, was that girl was freaking out. <laughs> that I was know. the worst case scenario for Frankie me. Frankie got nailed the day that the dude... Uh, took out the hive. Really? So she was out running and she wanted to get into the fucking sand pile and that's past the beehive. So she was running out there and it was like getting a little much and I was like, hey man, hey Frankie, let's go and she started running across. Next thing she comes flying to me with her tail between her legs like biting at it like her back knee and she keeps going back. She fly, jumps into my office chair and the office chair spins and the chair's just spinning around in circles because she's just blasting that thing. And she's freaking out and I'm like, oh, what's the matter? And she's biting at her knee and I got my head like over her and I can hear this humming and I'm like, where the fuck is this thing? It's basically at my chin in her ear. No like it's shit. in all her hair, not in her ear, yeah. but it's in the hair behind it. And I'm reaching, like checking out her knee because I still think the thing's caught like underneath her belly and whatever inside of her legs. And it's, I can hear this humming. I'm like, where the fuck is it? And it's stuck in those little hairs behind her ear. And she, as soon as I picked that out, she was cool. So she must have, imagine how loud yeah. that was to her. You think of fucking headphones on every day. They can hear <laughs> shit from miles. And that thing's just humming in her ear. It's like when I got the fly in my fucking ear and I could hear it inside my brain. Well, my dad got dinged. It was like the perfect storm. We had to wait for that 
landscape truck. We had the walkers of the chick that yeah, got the... which they disturbed the beehive that was inside that rock of gravel. Is that what it was? Yeah, that's where it was. A lot of bees, a lot of bees, <laughs> a lot the, of bees. The chick had it in her yeah. hair, and they're freaking out, and we can't go anywhere. <laughs> and, girl, then... and her sister or whatever was smashing the side of her head, trying to kill... <laughs> Yeah, trying to kill the bee. She was smashing her sister. These are like 30-something-year-old women walking down the street, and her sister is blasting the back of her head. My dad got nailed on his forearm. He said he's the first time he ever got stung. What? Didn't he? I didn't hear that. I think so. Holy shit. Yeah. God, at that age, you you got to start worrying about that stuff. Like, that's... Allegedly, if you don't get... This is probably complete bullshit. <laughs> But it, so, but it sounds like it's possibly it true. Jet. It's like having the chicken pox later in life. They're way worse. A bee like sting? Like if you don't get stung, you don't ever build uh, up that little immunity deal. And it can get, it's more, I guess. Only pre- It only would fuck you up if you're allergic, I think. Correct. But you build that allergy because you've never had to take it before. Your body goes, when you get nailed with all this shit, your body builds up. I've got stung so many times. Oh, so many times. Twi- scorpion twice here since I've lived here. A never a scorpion for never. this guy. Nope. Stepped out of the shower two nights ago. I killed a monster. Really? Yeah. yeah. Really? Big dog. Holy shit. I whacked it. Do you with, spray your house? This the outside perimeter, yeah. But yeah. Uh, like I stepped out and I looked down. I was like, what the fuck? Because there's like kids' toys outside, like the bath toys. And I was like, yeah. It looked like a toy. I was like, that's a fucking scorpion. And I whacked it with the back of this little fishing pole. <laughs> Boom. Blew its guts like straight up the side. Oh. And it, dis- it dislodged the tail from the body. And, and the body still was still moving. fucking yeah. buzzing around. And then, well, when you see the tail still moving, yeah. stinging when it's... Whacked her again. I would rather take a scorpion sting than a fire ant bite. I sw- I'll tell you that. Uh, well, I can't. I have okay. nothing to... The scorpion sting... The, there's more panic in like what you think bad is going to happen. Like, oh, what the fuck? Like, it's a scorpion. It's got to be bad. I'm going to get like an allergic reaction. Or but aren't they the kind of like a regu- like a bee sting? Like yeah. some people are worse than others. Like you're more allergic to. Because I had a friend that stepped on one outside of a pool, and her foot blew up like well, a fucking balloon, allergic. and then she had almost like yeah like nerve damage for a while like where it took a while for her like pinky toe and the second guy Dude, to start I like got, i got stung in my thumb the first time uh the first time i got stung is uh we're over at my buddy's house working on his irrigation i took my youngest well vincent he's my oldest at the time he was like three and went over there <clears throat> and we're like working on this head and walking back across the lawn he has two dogs they were like chocolate labs awesome dogs and uh he just starts screaming and I was like, what the fuck? So I, you know, we're just like walking across the yard and I pick him up. I'm like, what, dude? And he's like, the, like, the dogs? And I'm you know, thinking maybe he was like, the dogs. Thought the dog bit him. So I'm holding him and all of a sudden on my thumb, boom, I feel a sting. So I set him down thinking he's, he sat in fire ants. Turn around, there's a oh, scorpion on his, on his butt. Oh. So like it stung him when he was walking. And then when I picked him up, put my hand right there, whacked me. So he, I ended up, I didn't know. I think we'd only been here like a year. And so we went to the emergency room because he got stung. Um, my thumb where I got stung was numb for probably a week or I mean a month. And then he, he would drink water. He was like, oh, this tastes so bad. And like drink, oh, he started, first he drank milk. He's like, it tastes terrible. And then we gave him water. He's like, it tastes terrible. So it fucked up his taste buds. Wow. Yeah. 
That's weird. Good, good to know though. If you ever get stung and you're worried about it, you, you don't have to go to the emergency room. Just call Poison Control. They'll monitor you over the phone. <laughs> Save you five hundred bucks next time. <laughs> five hundred dollar fucking. That's the front from the Jingweeds tip of the day. It is. is call Poison Control instead of. Fucking. One of my crew guys called me one morning. He's like, "Hey man, I can't come in. I got stung by a scorpion. I got to the, the emergency room." I was like, "No, just call call Poison Control." And he was in 30 minutes later. Nice, yeah. They'll monitor you over the phone. So, uh, little pro tip. Dan caught me no day off. <laughs> Shit. Well, dude, I just saved you 500 bucks. True. True that. I wish somebody would have told me. <laughs> Shit. Did you see that fucking lawsuit? We talk about this all the time yes. about golf sk- balls fucking smashing off of houses. So, there was a lawsuit in Massachusetts that came out that I think it was put out on Twitter first. Uh, Jeremy had sent it to me and linked me to the Twitter deal is a family won $5 million off of golf balls smashing off their house mm-hmm. at, uh, it's, I know it's in Kingston, Mass. It's uh, Indian Pond Country Club. And uh, they won a $5 million case at the time of the Twitter and all this stuff. It's who they win the money from, how the fuck. There wasn't yeah. a person that smashed a ball in there. And we had talked about like, Oh no, this is no good. If a fucking house can win a five million dollar suit, right? Then every lawyer in town is going to go sit outside of the golf course and just wait till somebody pounds a ball off their house and be like, "Up, oh, you owe us fucking money." Yeah, it's like the lady that was leaving you a message about all the house, the balls in her house. Yeah, in mid message, another one. Smash. Oh, shit. Or the guy that was fucking taking a fucking shower that uh, probably scrubbing his wrench and fucking in came of golf ball and blasted through his window. Hey, <laughs> is this your tailor made? Yeah. <laughs> it just went through my bathroom window. Sorry. <laughs> Off you go. Right. So this family wins this case time goes by i wanted to talk about it maybe on the last podcast and then we never got around to it and then uh had a message sent to me with more information on this so it ends up being that it was allegedly five years ago or so that this family bought this home on indian pond country club and the golf course wasn't quite built yet so they're gonna buy this house and it was in all of the plans that they would have a 30 yard or so easement way from their yard to the playing normal quote-unquote normal playing areas of the golf course so errant golf ball here and there yes i'm willing to buy into that uh but we're not going to be on the edge of it with balls pounding at us okay we're all in and family ends up getting hundreds 700 golf balls i think is what it said and then uh you know, balls in their backyard. They can't sit out there for years. Uh, they can barely live in their home. They changed the hole in the design. So it's supposed to be a straight hole, and they turned it into a dog leg right. Their house is on the fucking corner. And in the pro tip of the <laughs> hole is fire it over the edge. You clear the edge, you're fucking golden. So they basically put this Encourage house now. Pepper yeah, yeah, they're encouraging to fucking take on the home. That's where it all came about. So I think we're safe on, like we there was a handful of us that I, I mean us that live on a court or work at courses that fucking, I mean it ain't much of a stray shot 
and you're in somebody's living room. Right, but they, it was they sued the golf course, right? I don't, Correct. Yeah. Now there because, are different yeah, state laws. Factors, right? There are different state laws as well. Some states say that if golf course was there and you built your house on it, tough shit. Right. There is, you know, and this was before this, you know, that law states way back before any of this bullshit was you home and you got a lot and you want to buy into that. You understand There's the problems. That, yeah. Right. Uh, but man, we kind of thought like at that time it was like five million bucks. Someone sued the golf course. Holy shit. We're fucked. Oh, yeah. Because it's maybe it's not going to be five million every time, but it's going to be a lot. I mean, you would just shut down every place that has. Homes on the golf yeah. course. You couldn't think about my place. How many you would have to settle? Even if you just had to pay for their window. It would close tomorrow. How many? How many thousands of dollars in just windows do you think on a annual year basis your place takes on? It's got to be a lot. Is it 10? 10,000? 10, 600 bucks a window? Probably more than that. You would think. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't hear about it. It's not right. a thing. So maybe not. I've heard a handful of them this year. Uh, and Including yours? Sorry. But I think it's just one of those things that it, we talk about a lot. Is like, sorry, fucking your house got pounded. But then you hear that in the way that it was first presented is like, oh, boy. Yeah, right. We're, we're fucking we we're, always thought we're we were done here. Now yeah, it's, now it's, it's not so much. But then a, you know, a couple of weeks later, out comes the true behind the story. Yeah, and it's right. like, oh. No wonder why fucking that's not good. The hack attack starting this year. Uh, we had yours last week. I think that really kicked it off the season. We had your place. Last week we got Desert Canyon this week. Uh, limited to 40 players. We'll see how that works out. You'll be all listening to it probably by on your ride to the course. Uh we keep saying we got some fucking good ones on there. Uh, but we uh, we took over the restaurant this week. So on that day, I think we officially turn our menu over the 18th. So on the 11th, when we have Hack Attack, we're going to do a like a rollout of mm. some of the things that we're going to feature. Uh, we're going to kind of change that whole feeling when you go to the golf course. Our food options, there are going to be a lot of options that you can eat as a force some little finger bites. So a lineup of sliders, a lineup of tacos, you know, just get 12 of them, plop them in there. And each of you get three fucking different flavors, you know, served on one plate. It's a $60 or whatever type price it is, but it's built around uh, the foursome, the yeah. golfer. Yeah. So that'll be cool to kind of work with that concept. That's like a whole nother thing. I have no idea, but it's fun to sit and kind of watch and even have, I wouldn't say a say in it. But I'd say ideas of what I like to do when I go out to maybe other golf courses and I see how they do it. Or I go to other bars to drink and have a snack with the wife. You know the atmosphere that you want. But back to the we promote a lot is the fucking playing golf, drinking beers, and talking shit. That's the atmosphere to create at the place. Lounge chairs, you know, some couches, some stand-up bars that are movable around there you can put them in different sections it's fucking in a week changed around the dude that was there before um very interesting 
the family gave him such a smoking deal on this place to run his restaurant the way he wanted to. He could do the nine ninety nine fucking fish fries that were fish sticks and fucking rubber fries, and he'd kill it. Place was packed all the time, but he was handed a deal that he didn't have to pay for that much. Right, like he would have never survived at the price point of what he was serving these meals at somewhere else. And on his way out the door, he is fucking trying his hardest to burn that family. Is and he it's really so fucked up? Is he really? It's so fucked up. Uh, wanted to sell the business for. I don't even. I'm not even gonna say the fucking number. But they bought the liquor license and the ideas back in the, not the ideas, the three pieces of uh, equipment that were back there that he bought. Because it was always like, hey, we own all this. This is our restaurant. We own everything. For 10% of what he originally wanted. He wanted to sell his menu. Like, what am I spending this hundreds of thousand dollars on? My menu uh, you have fucking sliced bread and deli meat and a burger. Like we're going to make our own menu. My Facebook page. Uh, there's more Facebook pages than f- people on fucking earth. We'll make our own Facebook page. And it just went on. And, and then the inventory, but he didn't buy enough inventory in his last few days. So they made sure they ran out. So the day that they took over, they ran out of beer at the place. Oh, really? Because the guy basically scumbagged them and fucking didn't set them up. He set his whole... Here's my problem. I think, fuck the family. You know, if he had that feeling, fuck the people that I paid rent to every day. Those were his employees that worked there. So he had fucking 12 of them that he was setting up for failure. Ran, purposely didn't order uh, the oil for the fish fry on his last night. Didn't show up. On the last night of fish fry. Busiest night ever. It's Friday night fish fry at that place. Didn't show up that night. Set his fucking employees up for failure. That's a fucking scumbag move. Scumbag move. And you know what? And he told everybody else. Restaurant's closing. Nope. Restaurant's closing. I'm done. They're closing. They'll fail. Like, wait a second, why are you doing this? And yeah, right. You know, why is this even happening? There was, from what I know, a perfectly good relationship the entire time. It was two things succeeding. Like, we do golf, you do a restaurant. We're next door to each other, connected. Let's just do our thing. As it got closer to him leaving, it was always, and then people would come over. Oh, you're closing? What are you going to do with the restaurant? Uh, we're not closing staying open we're going to change the menu we're going to fucking revamp the place we're going to do construction we're going to put a bar outside we're going to fucking whip open garage doors so you can sit on the back corner of the bar and stay and like we're going to make it better we're going to redo the putting green like we're going to dunk on this place yeah so fuck him and fuck people like that like where did that come from no fucking idea but we got uh hack attack we're going to roll out a little testing menu Tacos, sliders, and some poutine, chicken poutine. Okay. Yeah. Same, okay. Same, same, that's, same. that's worth the price of admission. Mm-hmm. But we have Highlands. Oh, yeah. Right after that is Highlands. Yeah. That's going to be a good one. It's going to be a long time since I played that place. It's, it's going to be tough. T- it's going to be 10 years since I left there. It's tough. In August. It'll be fun. 
Got anything else you want to cover before we fucking bounce out of this joint? I don't think so, man. Two hours. It's good. Sweet. Later. Stay pissed, everybody. See you guys. Love you all. Bye.